Greetings, everybody. I'm Jeremiah. That's him. She's Vanya. That's me. Welcome to another episode of the Beard and Curls podcast, where culture and creativity meets consciousness. And if you're new here, consider subscribing to our YouTube channel or follow us on your favorite platform for the latest, most exciting conversations anywhere. You ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Cue that intro. What's up, guys? It's your girl, Margo Bingham. Karen Parsons. You're now tuned in. You're now tuned in. You're now tuned in. You are now tuned in. You are now tuned in to Beard and Curls. 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 Keep it locked. Today's guest is an actress, dancer, and model. She's originally from Amsterdam and is looking to take the world by storm. We're talking about none other than Valerie LaRose. Valerie, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Happy to have you on. So now you're an artist from the Netherlands, the Amsterdam. And so tell us a little bit about when your love for acting, singing, and modeling first began. Oh, it started very young. My mom and dad, they they think culture and music and dancing is very important. So I think when I was four or five, she put uh, me and my sister on ballet classes. And then me and my sister, we love to make our own songs, force, you know, friends of my parents to watch us. Then we would go upstairs and make a dance or we would get dressed and they had to watch us do fashion shows and whatever, whatnot. We would make, you know, home videos, movies with our cousins when we were young. Like we were always busy creating and performing. And yeah, one thing led to the other. I went to a little bit more professional dancing school where they encourage you to be good and, and perform at like shows that they had. So I think when I was 16, I performed like this show on national television for the first time. Like it, everything happened just gradually, always, just always dancing, always singing, always acting stuff out. And yeah. That's nice. And who was your inspiration growing up? Oh, yeah, that was that's a hard one. I think so many different things. I I especially love like music artists, Mariah Carey, Destiny's Child. Like I would I would be addicted to those CDs. I would listen to it so much. But then also movies, movies from the 90s. My my older brother used to make us watch like movies that were actually a little bit too scary or too you know grown up for our for my age i would used to uh, like films like from dust till dawn or i don't know fight club or i don't know all these like good movies from the 90s that that i just loved and i yeah i've always just loved that form of entertainment and just being moved by it that's great that you that you started enjoying this at an early age and that you actually pursued it also so what does it mean to be a creative person? I think you just have to know what what gives you that energy, what what gives you so much drive that you because it's it's hard to be a creative. At least, you know, being a dancer and being a model and even an actress, it's it's never steady. It's always like uh, for me, at least, it, it's been like loose going from one job to the next. So in Amsterdam, because I grew up here, I had a little bit, you know, you have a, a bigger network because I, I did it from when I was young. So work came more regularly. But when I moved to L.A., I had to start all the way from scratch. I didn't know anybody. So, you know, one time you have, a, you know, a couple of jobs and you're like, oh, my God, it's going so well. I'm, I'm earning money. I'm doing what I love. But then, you know, 
the next two or three weeks you have no job at all. So I think being a creative is you have to know what you love and you have to love it deeply. But there are moments where, you, where you're going to doubt yourself. Like, is this what I'm supposed to do? This is hard. So you just have to be bold as well. You just have to go for it. You, you have to know why you love it. You have to know that reason very well. And um, you have to set small goals. Like I feel like being a creative, you have to be even more strict with yourself than people with like a, a nine to five or you know a set job or something. You have to be very strict with what do I do if I'm off and I'm not working? What can I still do to you know support myself and, and inspire myself and you know just to mm -hmm. get through those days that you're not working? Mm -hmm. So yeah, that's what it. I think it means to be creative. You always have to be inventive of how you're going to spend your days if you're not actually on a job. So what I wanted to ask you is like, even though like a lot of things are not certain, do you, do you still think it's worth it? That's a very good question. I've had this conversation with myself so many times, if I can be completely honest. When I studied dance, I did like a, a four-year dance college. In my last year, I had my kneecap dislocated. I was in an audition. The last year, you had to like do all these auditions. It's like a sort of an intern, you know. So at an audition, it was like the finals of Dirty Dancing in Germany. I, I, my, at first, my, my shoe broke, my, my heel. And then I was like, oh, can, can I borrow someone else's heels? I couldn't, my feet were too big as well. <laughs> so I had to do the whole dance on my socks and it was just a whole different feel. So at one point I just made a wrong uh, movement and I injured my knee and I was about to graduate. I mean, I'm like, oh my God, I just graduated four years of hard working, blood, sweat and tears. And now when I graduate, I, I have to, you know, recover this injury. So that was the first time that I started thinking, okay, what if I can't dance anymore? What do I do? Well, then I started modeling. That was a good way to, you know, earn money. I love it as well. It always brings you new situations, opportunities, like traveling. So I love modeling, but I, of course I miss dancing. Luckily my injury went, you know, it went better and I did a lot of amazing, you know, dance things. I danced all over the world, um, you know, artists, TV shows. And then it happened again. I, again, the same knee, it's, it's like a bad, um, how do you say that? It's a weak spot for me. So I realized that it could happen more often and, you know, your body is, is your tool when you're a dancer. So I, I was a, I was a bit scared, like, oh, what if, you know? So I decided to do an online course or study in business. It was hard for me. I like, it wasn't very, it wasn't that much what I was interested in, you know, it's so I, I didn't finish it and I knew I wanted to always act, but I thought that was just such a scary step for me. Like dancing is what I've been doing for so long. So was sort of my comfort and acting was like, oh, I, I have to, you know, take classes and sort of be a student again, even though you're a student for your whole life when you're a creative. So that's actually when I, I made the step to, to, to move to LA. I knew I didn't want to study. I knew I wanted to keep on being creative. I knew that, you know, with dancing, your body is so fragile. So that's when I started to focus more on acting. But, you know, that, that was a moment of doubting in myself, like maybe I should study or maybe I you know those moments will always be there and I think it's it's up to the person you know what do you really want and are you going to go for it yeah and so just to kind of follow that up so like when you get to those moments of doubt 
obviously you're talking about is, is it worth it? Like, what are the things that keeps you going right now to say, okay, uh, even though this is hard, this is difficult, I may have to be a student again. Like, what are the things that keeps you going? The things that keep me going is just knowing what gives me energy, what excites me to talk about to other people. Because when I can do that, I can hopefully spark something in that person as well. If you don't feel excited about what you're doing, then, you know, I feel like you're, you're not really living aligned or in your purpose. And sometimes it's really hard to, to, to realize that, you know, to know what it is and then also to go for it. So for example, now this time has been really hard because the past three years in LA or two and a half years in LA, I've been working so hard towards my goals. I, I wanted to get an agent. I wanted to get a manager and those things are pretty difficult to get, you know, you have to have a big, showreel or portfolio so i was doing everything from scratch but gradually i got an agent i got a manager they believed in me i was going to great auditions i was doing short films and that's when i i decided to get my second work visa for another three years and then COVID happened and then i was stuck in holland and i i just had all these things you know like an agent a manager everything was aligned and now i'm here and i'm still here so that that's a very it's been a very difficult period for me to sort of be back here and not having an agent here or a manager. So I feel like I have to start from scratch in Holland, even though I'm from here. You know, I wasn't developing those things before. So what I do to keep myself motivated, I actually just completed a 21 day self-tape challenge. <laughs> it's this uh, casting director in London. It's amazing. I can recommend it. You have 21 days and every day you have 24 hours to receive the the monologue and learn it you know make it your own film it and upload it again so and it it was it was amazing just being you know at first you're held ac accountable because you have to upload it it forced me to be creative every day just work on my craft work on my acting muscle and because of it, I was like, yes, oh my God, like I, you just have to find these little things. This time it was like a, a, a challenge, but you know, I write my own stuff sometimes and I'd love to shoot that. Like you just have to find your own ways to keep yourself busy and to maybe connect with like-minded people. But there's times that, I, that I'm still like, oh, what can I do? What, you know, it's, it can be tough. I understand. Is there an area that you want to focus on more as far as like the arts, whether it's acting, dancing, modeling? I feel like I've danced my whole life. That's what I've done professionally as well. The last 10 years, I've done so much with it. But because of my injuries, I'm, you know, it's a little bit, I'll always love dancing. I dance alone in my room. Acting is what I'm mostly focused on now. Modeling will always be there. Like I just did a commercial here in Holland for this uh, alcohol brand. I've done, you know, some, I did a shoot for this beauty brand. So modeling will always be there, but acting is what I'm, what I'm so passionate about, what I just deeply love. And that's what I, you know, I'm on my way to mm -hmm. get there <laughs> to, because I've, I've been doing like short films, uh, smaller projects, but yeah, my goal is to really, you know, be in a, television series uh, that, uh, Cadillac commercial was a classic by the yes. way yeah it was really nice that yeah. was so much fun like it was shot in the Paramount Studios and I've always wanted like I'm a, I'm a movie geek and I know a lot of films back in the days were shot in the Paramount Studios so it was a dream of mine to 
to go there and let alone to work there and shoot something there. So when I heard they were shooting it there, I was so happy. It was so cool. They've built the whole New York streets. They've built it there, you know. Well, and this commercial had an explosion and it was, it, I couldn't believe it. Like it was a huge explosion, like the whole building and the glass flowing and this and that and blowing up. And I think we did it four or five times like a real movie set and they had to do everything quick and, and, and yeah it was a real great experience to be able to um, shoot that commercial yeah that's what's up that's what's up so then let's talk a little bit about that that part of your life because obviously you're back in the netherlands now but you did spend some time in la so what was that transition like from the netherlands to la my transition to la it was hard because i did have my sister she's been in the states for quite a while and she's my biggest cheerleader. So she's like, you can do it. And I'm the same with her. But then again, I didn't have that much savings. I didn't know anybody. I just had to go out and see what happened. So that's exactly what I did. I mm-hmm. went, I, I just knew that I had to work immediately and network and just say yes to everything, basically, you know, sign up for all those casting websites and whatnot. And that's just what I did. I think it was a whole lot of faith <laughs> and a little bit of luck and yeah i've just been working ever since like it it had to it had to grow mm-hmm. I, I was lucky to just do a commercial here and there but there were also weeks on end where i didn't have any jobs and i was doing like especially in the first like year i had to do the most random little jobs i had just to just to be working but you know all for the greater the greater mm-hmm. goal and the greater dream and it was worth it. I've I've done pretty cool jobs there. I did music videos. I started taking classes as well, started building a community a little bit. But it, it is still hard because you're new. LA is huge. Because I was going on jobs, it was nice. You know, what, you meet really cool people that are also there for the same reasons, people that are chasing their dreams. And you feel like a good connection with someone. And you're like, oh my God, we should, you know, hang out. But then you live here in LA and they live there and then it just never happened. So, it, <laughs> so you know, work-wise it was going okay, but to make new friends was pretty hard for me in the beginning. Still is, you know, just to find your community. I think for me, starting my acting class had really helped to really, you know, have some stability in the people that you see and, the, you know, that you want to work with and stuff. But yeah, I missed my friends and family a lot in the first, you know, months. And I still did. Mm-hmm. It's hard because it's a nine hour difference as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah. sometimes, you know, you are in group chats or group chats with your friends, but then they would have their laughs. And then nine hours later, I would wake up and I would be like, oh, yeah, haha. but, you know, <laughs> the joke is already gone. <laughs> so it would be hard to sometimes keep, you know, in contact in a, in a real way. But yeah, you just go for it. And, mm-hmm. you know, when things go the way you want them to go, it's it's amazing in L.A. It's it's anything is possible. Nice. Mm-hmm. And so what did this experience teach you about yourself? Oh, what did it teach me about myself? I'm resilient. There are so many auditions that you go to and you hear so many no's. I've I've learned about myself that, you know, if you have a dream and if you have something you love, or at least I, if I have it, then my spirit won't be broken. And I'm happy to have realized that. And I'm also happy to know what a good support system I have back in Amsterdam as well. Like my friends, my family, 
they're always there to support me, my sister as well. So it has taught me a lot, but it also really has taught me how important family is. Since I've moved, I've been back to Holland like seven or eight times. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, just to be, you know, just to be around my my family and friends. And for me, the ultimate goal is to just have the best of both worlds, you know, mm -hmm. be able to work in LA or anywhere in the States, but also be able to go back and be with my friends and family. Um, so that's also what I've learned. It's it's not necessarily what I expected, but I've learned that I, you know, I, it's, it's important to have your friends and family close to you as well. So what does living in your purpose mean to you? Living in my purpose for me means knowing what gives me that energy, that joy, and being able to transfer it to other people. And it doesn't even have to be this big thing like, oh, uh, you know, acting is my purpose. And it could also just be being able to, you know, just transfer good energy to people. I think that's that's such a purposeful thing in life, being able to make people feel a little bit better, even if it's my parents and we're walking in, you know, if I can make people around me appreciate something even more, I feel that's being purposeful and that's being, you know, aligned. But I love doing it with my art, with that element of purpose in what I'm actually doing every day. And I hope that people would feel that when they see something that I do or I perform. Yeah, I think mm -hmm. that's definitely your purpose for me, being able yeah. to transfer it. Yeah, no, I like it. And because you're so passionate about what you're doing, you automatically project that. So um, and then it's going to have an even bigger impact on others, like to inspire them. Yeah, because, because you are aligned with what you you want to do. You're you're excited to do this every day. Like if you wouldn't have been excited, you cannot wake up every day and still try. How can you try if you're not in love with what you do. So I think exactly. I think that's very crucial. The reason why you can try and wake up every day and fight is because you truly want this. So I think that's I think that's really cool and I think yeah. that already is an inspiration to others. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Thank you. Now that's exactly uh, how I feel about it. You have to be able to wake up and be excited about what you're doing. No, I want to go back to something you were saying earlier as far as like LA and how demanding it could be the fast life and everybody comes here such a transient community people come from, come from all over so what mindset do you have to have to become successful if i look at myself i mean if i look at people or that i want to achieve you have to know your goal and you have to know your why because there's going to be days where you're not going to feel like it so and that's okay you know life can be tough sometimes <laughs> you can be a bit discouraged but if you know why and you have to make sure that you do things that trigger that why as well, keep inspiring yourself, keep surrounding yourself with people that you look up to or that inspire you, keep, you know, taking class or doing create, you know, go dancing, go to the beach or whatever. You have to make sure that you fill your time with things that inspire you. So you keep motivating, you keep, you know, don't get distracted, basically. Don't get distracted with things that don't matter. And that's what I try to do. I I try to have, I mean, I, I love life. I try to enjoy life as well, but I, you know, I came to LA for a goal. So I don't go out that much when I'm there. Just once in a while, you know, I, I'm very focused. 
and I like it because it's something I love. You know, I my research is you know reading plays or seeing certain movies or you know helping friends shooting their their own project, even if it's you know just helping. You just have to support. So that's the mindset, and just keep submerging yourself with the things that you have to do in order to create that network and and build around it. And I think that like in concrete ways, you have to set small goals every day, you know, give yourself two or three things that you really want to achieve that day, have good routines, even though I struggle with my morning routine, <laughs> but I try to implement it always more. Keep yourself fresh, like work out, hike, just make sure that your mind, body, and soul is ready to do the hard work. Awesome. Awesome. Okay, great. And so obviously you've done some stuff. You've got, you've got a lot already that you've accomplished. Uh, what's next for you? Uh, what can we expect from you in 2021? 2021, I just wanted to be, you know, completely focused on my acting in, in whatever shape or form. I'm probably going to teach acting to children a little bit here in the Netherlands before I go back to LA. I'm taking classes here as well. So I hope to um, collaborate with my fellow classmates to film something for my, for my reel as well. And I hope when I get back, like my agent and my manager and me, before I left uh, last March, we were on a roll. We were like, everything was aligned. I was getting really cool, uh, like auditions for a series on BET and stuff. And then all of a sudden I had to leave. So I feel like we're gonna keep moving forward on that path and just get in the right room keep working on myself, getting those good auditions and being on a really cool TV series somewhere in 2021. That's what's up. I like it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Put it out there, you know, speaking. Put it out there. It's going to happen. Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Valerie, where can someone find you online? They can find me on Instagram. It's just Valerie LaRose. I have a website, ValerieLaRose.com. That's it. I don't use too much other social media. Well, Valerie, thank you for everything that you shared with us. It's been great having you on, and we definitely wish you all the best. Thank you very much. It was very nice talking to you both. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. That's our show for today. Thanks again for tuning in. And as always, like it or not, Beard and Curls is the new His and Hers. hers.